Hey everybody, welcome back to the Everything's Taken podcast. The uh, the podcast that we Wood and I tried to name something, but everything was taken. So unfortunately, you are <laughs> stuck uh, with that every time, <laughs> every single time. Wood, how are you? What's going on? I'm very excited and a tiny bit nervous. This is already my favorite podcast by far. I know it will be hard to compete with your favorite, which was Rue, where we talked about Earthbound for a solid hour, which was fun for everyone involved. <laughs> yes, but today. We have uh, a very amazing voice actress called Melissa Hutchison. Hutchinson. Hutchison. 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 I was going to say Hutchinson, Hutchinson without an N. <laughs> you voiced a character, uh, probably the one you're most well known for, in my probably second favorite game of all time because nothing can knock out <laughs> Zelda, but it is impressive that it did it. Uh, Clementine in The Walking Dead. Yes. And I am, I am just so excited to talk to you right now. We met back in uh, uh, last year in August, I think, at Game On Expo. Yeah, August yeah, we, in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, that was hot that day too. That was yeah. like Australia hot. Uh, woo. It, it um, crazy. You, you were in the special fancy booths of special guests along the back wall. <laughs> and then I was in the mediocre wall, the mediocre line mediocre. of the YouTube. <laughs> YouTube guests. <laughs> and for the entire weekend, I was like, you were right behind me. I'm like, I want to go and say hi, but I'm, I don't want to be that guy. I don't know what I'm going to say, but eventually I'm like, you know <laughs> what? Screw it. I, I am, I am such a fan. I'm just going to go over and be a fan. I'm going to be that guy. And I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect, but you, you, you stood there and you talked to, or you sat there, I stood there and talked to me for like a good five minutes, just about everything. <laughs> I was like, man, this person is awesome. And then I added oh, you on Twitter yes. and messaged you and we continued the conversation and I just couldn't believe how nice you were. So thank you so much for coming on and being a part of this podcast. Uh, it is uh, my honor, my pleasure, all of that. That was very kind. Those were very <laughs> kind words you just threw at me. So thank you. Happy and, to be here. And then uh, Davy Boy was next to you. I hope he doesn't mind me calling him Davy Boy. And, uh, boy. <laughs> I, I talked to him too and that was a very short conversation but yeah. he was also very nice he was he was uh dauntingly cool yeah you know it's it's not very often that dave fanoy davy boy uh mm -hmm. and i get to do conventions together which is weird because mm -hmm. you know uh his character is obviously very iconic in the walking dead game um so uh, it was really cool. It was cool being there together because it had been a long time since we'd done a, a con. Now, so, yeah. I have, as, as expected, a ton of questions. Um, okay. So we don't have to get through all of them. Feel free to, to, okay. <laughs> to answer them as long or as short as you want to because <laughs> I've got some that are like maybe questions too in case we keep going. All right. Um, I'm a little scared. I'm going to give you nothing but yes and no answers to everything you ask me. That'll get us there. In fact, I'll just nod. We'll maybe get through <laughs> yeah. all of them if you if you take that approach. No. Okay. No. Um, yep. And I was saying before the call to Eric, I'm a little scatterbrained today because my sweet little baby boy, my little kitten that I got about six months ago, we had to take him to the vet to get him neutered, unfortunately. The, uh, the wife yep. decided that was a good idea. Um, yep. And so we, this is the longest I've been apart from him, and I didn't realize how dependent I was on the little guy. Oh, so I'm hoping he's going to walk in I'm that sorry. door and interrupt this podcast at any minute because I miss him. Okay. Now, and I can't wait to say hello when he gets here. I so, totally I can relate. get it. I want you to know, these are the games you voiced that I've played. Okay. Superman, <laughs> Man of Steel, Time Crisis oh 3, <laughs> Death Junior 2, 
Kane and Lynch Dead Men. Uh, two wow. Sam and Max games. Now, those, out of everything I've said so far, those were, like, favorites of mine. Sonic and the Black Knight. You voiced <laughs> Ash, I believe. It's pronounced in League of Legends. Yes. Uh, you were in the Back to the Future Telltale game. You were, so far, in all the Walking Dead games, the main yeah. series. Uh, I think there's a Michonne one in there somewhere. Uh, Wolf Among Us. You you played Toad, I believe, in Wolf Among Us. And Beauty. And Beauty. Uh, you're in 2064 Read-Only Memories, which I haven't played the newest version, which is a fully voiced version, which is coming to Switch at some point. We're going to talk about that. And Marvel nice. vs. Capcom Infinite. That's a lot of games yeah. that I've played that you voiced. Do you I'm remember voicing? Impressed. Do you remember voicing all of those? Like <laughs> Superman, remember. Man of Steel? Do you remember that? You know, that was actually... That was my very first voiceover job was a long ever time ago. in the universe. It was a long time ago, and that was the first gig I booked, like a paid. Uh huh. I'm doing the voice acting thing, uh, gig, and I do remember it because I was obviously nervous as hell. Yeah. Uh, know the feeling. And it was not a really meaty character. I think I played a woman who like falls off a building and like, ah! you know, and then <laughs> says, "Thank you, Superman," or something like that. I was gonna. I ask. mean, it was really not. Um, huge but it was my first time in a booth doing mm. what i do so i most definitely remember that game there are a few i think i remember all of the rec all of the games you're talking about I'm trying to think if there's one league of legends which is crazy because it's like yeah, you know it's a big one. Like eight billion people play it yeah um the first recording session you know my my character really didn't say that much it was like seven lines which three of them were just laughing mm -hmm. um so I remember recording it, but it was such a short, like, in and out of the booth kind of thing. That, League of Legends is um, one of them ones that everyone wants to... If, a voice act, if you're a voice actor now in 2018 or even the last few years, you want to be in League of Legends or something like Overwatch. But League, Overwatch, of, Legends, yeah, League of Legends is a huge one. Um, and it is. Speaking of your character in that game, you, it really, your voice range is pretty crazy mm -hmm. when it comes to it. <laughs> you, you've gone yeah. through a lot of different kind of voices since Superman Man of Steel, because Clementine yeah. and, and Ash don't sound anything alike. Not a thing, no. <laughs> um, so obviously you fell in love with it after you did that first one, kept going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I always, you know, I tell people, like, how'd you get into voiceover? I'm like, well, I watched a lot of cartoons. Um, what cartoons? I had a knack for doing cartoons, animation. Yeah. Um, I've always done voices, you know, mm -hmm. and like my stuffed animals, everything in my life to this day has a voice. Um, and uh, I used to just practice doing, you know, imitating the voices I'd hear in, in animation. And, uh, I think that has a lot to do with that range of what you're talking about, being able to play an eight-year-old kid uh, to someone sultry like Ash in League of Legends. Um, so I've been working on my my range for since I could talk. So when speaking did you... Just so you know, I'm, st I'm, I'm still here. I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm, my next thing was going to be stupid anyway, so you may as well do yours. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I, I, no, I'm actually really curious um, because I, I'm, I'm really not familiar with your work. Um, I've, he I've heard your voice before, but I obviously didn't associate your, um, the name with the voice. Um, so when, when, when Wood booked the podcast, I was like, oh, that's cool. 
but I don't really have any of the background information. So I'm I'm pretty much here. I'm here to learn to learn about your your foray into voice acting. So I'm actually really curious. Like, um, what did you actually start with other than video games? Like, I mean, this is a video game centric podcast, but um, like, what was your actual first kind of role like how would you describe your first experience in the voiceover booth like not that i'm some sort of you know world famous voice actor or anything but i i, I dabble a little bit and it's and it's really cool and it's like um it's very nerve-wracking when you're trying to deliver something um especially if somebody's paying for your time so like i, I i'm really curious to um to hear your first experience in the booth well yeah i mean i think think the Superman game that was pretty brief as far as video games go my first experience was uh, probably the most kind of scary bit was just feeling like you were able to take direction and do what they want and give them different takes and different reads and different you know I mean to this day that's like my number one goal is when a director whether it's games commercial animation whatever I always um am really honed in and focused on making sure that I give very distinct different takes on on the read. Um, so I'm kind of neurotic about it actually. It's kind of like a cool yep. like challenge that I, I give to myself. So you know my first experience in the booth was just I, I definitely those were the things that I, I would focus on, but probably feel most nervous about is like, oh shit, am I, you know, sorry, am I not, am I allowed you, to cuss on we this? We do on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Do. My my channel <laughs> is completely family okay. friendly, but the podcast is there's only so much you can do with an Australian in it. Okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> good point. Um, so you know, I, it was my story is a little unique, also in the fact that I actually. St- started doing voiceover so i'm not i'm like the worst person to ask as far as like what did you have to do to get into voiceover because i actually went to high school (laughs) stay in school kids uh with who turned out to be my agent in san francisco i mean he i grew up with a theater background i've always been an actor but as far as like taking classes to find the agent and learning how you know booth etiquette and all of that i actually started doing that when i had already I already had an agent he was like all right we'll bring you in for auditions but you need to go take some classes to learn how to be in a booth and get you know get direction and um so my story is a little bass backwards if you will in the fact that I got the representation and then started the training um but uh, I know I'm kind of going in a roundabout way of answering your question no, but no, in no, the beginning it makes sense. It definitely felt, I mean, I was, you know, the difference between how I go into a studio now when I book a gig and how it was when I first started is, I mean, day and night, uh, it definitely, uh, it's amazing how when you do something enough, you know, you really kind of just, it's just such an easy process for me now. Not always, because as you know, if you're doing voiceover, it depends on who's directing the session and some people are really easy to work with. And then you find some people that are like, you know, they beat it out of you. Try that line one more time. And it's like, I'm saying it the exact same time every time. Right. And then they're like, you know what? Can we hear the first take again? Yeah. We'll just go with that one. And you're like, Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, no, it's as, as you know, it also has to, to do with who you're working with and 
besides video games, I do, you know, a lot of commercial and uh, I do some animation. And I mean, it's all such a different experience depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Plus your confidence, I'm sure, grows from when you start uh, to when you get start getting nominated for awards and then winning best performance by a female <laughs> oh. at 2013 Spike Video Game Awards. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Boom. Mic drop. Thanks for the call out. Um it does. There are some times, though, where I still feel, depending on the client. I mean, there's there are, there are sessions I walk into where I still have that kind of like, oh, God, kind of the nerves are going. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, the experience um, just doing it and over the years. I mean, my God, I've been doing voiceover for, I think, 17, Damn. 18 years at this point. I know oh. that's crazy. Try not to do any math right yeah. now. I was like... <laughs> Or when I started, yeah, yeah, four, so, five. You know, yeah. oh my god, early twenties. You're early twenties yeah. now, obviously. Um, yes. Exactly. So here was my stupid question from earlier. I do a lot of like live streams, and I like to mess around in my live streams and read out a lot of the the words I'm seeing from the characters and the games in their voices or the voices okay. I assume. I like to think I have a future in voiceover. In fact, I even have. A, I'm being sarcastic, by the way. In fact, I even have a game company who wants me to be a voice in their game. That one's real. I'm actually a little bit nervous about oh. it. So nice. That's awesome. I've got a few uh, clips here, some quotes from a certain League of Legends character. Okay. And I want to read them okay. out. Not an impression, because <laughs> I can't do impressions, but in my own way. And I just want a rough, you know, like 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, whatever you feel like at the time. Okay, you ready? All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Right between the eyes. I'm going to do different ones. That's just one. <laughs> no one escapes my aim. All right, I got one more. You ready? <laughs> Yeah. No, really. Put that apple on your head. <laughs> so how it, nine, ten. Well, <laughs> I have already booked you. You're already in the studio and you're yes. recording it. And the character is going to look like how she looks like, but with what you just that did. That works perfectly because for me. Absolutely. That would be freaking hilarious. Um, I thought those were all really good. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give them all... I'm going to go 10. Thank you. Well, ten. now, next time, well old done. Robbie boy, old yeah. Rob Kirkman, decides to make another Telltale Walking Dead game, <laughs> you know who to suggest. Yep, I will. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mean, I know... The Walking Dead. I know he doesn't make the games, but he is, he is involved with them, and you've met him, I yes, have heard. I have. What was he like in person? He's, he's, uh, he's a real nice guy. Really? Yeah, you know, he's... Yeah, he is. He's a super, you I know, assume. humble, kind of quiet, uh, genuine. I mean, his background is, you know, comics. Mm -hmm. So he's he's our people. Um, he he was. Yeah, meeting him though. I mean, I was I was really nervous. I was geeking out and kind of like, oh god, you know, because uh, I was a fan of the franchise before oh, yeah. we even made this game. So meeting him was definitely, um, I felt nervous robert obviously the for those that don't know the creator of the walking dead comic books um i i would like to pick his brain about a couple of things one day like his opinion on the tv show uh as opposed to the mm. books because it's very different right um it's do you what do you gone, watch and it's gotten very you different. watch the show i do i'm totally caught up i i, I mean again I'm like i was a fan before I'm like four episodes away from being caught up oh, but okay. i would like to know right. how you feel about the about the show as opposed to the books? Um, I, you know, AMC 
has their liberties that they take, uh, which I'm okay with. You know, I'm, again, here's another thing I'm the worst person to ask. I'm so easy uh-huh. for everything. I'm like, that's the best show ever. I mean, I, I know a lot of people have been, it's kind of lost some people along the way. It, it um, lost, but I still, it lost yeah. people at a, at a, for a bad reason, though. Uh-huh. I, I, you, you keep going. <laughs> Well, I just, I stick, I, once I'm, I mean, it would have to become like the most terrible piece of crap uh-huh. you've ever seen for me to be like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Same. I'm not wasting my time. I'm still engaged with the characters. I still want to know where it goes, where the story goes. I'm, uh, I, I really, I really enjoy the show. I, I like the but, show. Um, I can see how some people would get turned off, but I'm not. The show it. got awesome around the fifth to seventh season. It got great. Uh, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not, it's, it's a very different trajectory right now, but I don't know if you've seen the stuff of season nine, like the shots of it, the, the behind the scenes stuff, oh, yeah. it looks like they're totally revamping oh. it and trying to go on a somewhat different oh. direction. That's a lot more like the books. Okay. So I'm really excited for that. Gotcha. Um, and Eric, when did you get I lost? I got lost about six years ago. <laughs> like <laughs> the show's actually been running that long now. It's kind of like, where's time going? A long time. But it was like. It was like um, twenty twelve, like October, November of twenty twelve, or something like that, when it first started to premiere again. Um, That's when um, we did the game. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it was like it just—I um, don't know. Like the first two seasons were really good. First season was excellent. Second season was great. Third season, I kind of got lost in, and I've just never picked it back up just because I haven't really had time to do it. But I'm—I still follow along. I still spoil it for myself. I mean, I'm, I know I'm not going to probably really commit and watch it as as a whole. But um, yeah, there's—it's mixed mixed reactions between uh, what people think. So let's talk about The Walking Dead that you're actually involved in because I've been I've been waiting because okay. I knew once we started this rabbit hole I'd have a hard time pulling myself out of it. But let's let's try not to go too deep. Into okay. It. Something I found really interesting that I that I wanted to talk about is when I met you, you actually told told me about the recording process that goes into uh, making a Walking Dead mm. game. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Because it, it's it's very interesting to me how those are actually put together. Yeah. Um, well, it's definitely... Diff- season one was a bit different just because I was not the playable character. Um, so mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just talk about the playable character uh, recordings. Yeah, they're each... Uh, it's recorded... We don't do it all at one time. A lot of people think we just do the entire, you know episodes one to five, you know, in one sitting with Telltale Games, as you know, uh, at the end of each game, uh-huh. there's the statistics on, you know, you know, 80% of people chose to, you know, shoot. Kill this Yeah, kill, I know, yeah. no, I, wait, I don't want to yeah. spoil it. Uh, <laughs> I almost said something. Uh, but, uh, so we record pretty close. When I'm in the booth, that means that the game is probably a month or Ow. two from being released um okay so uh or three months it depends <laughs> i would tell tell you know they, they mm-hmm. tweak things that's that's the first chapter though right, right. the like 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 i've just I, I don't know if i this isn't a spoiler people must know by now because they've already announced but i've i've started recording for episode one of this new and mm-hmm. final season um and i know yay i'm feel the same yeah i'm, I'm so excited. i'm excited but sad but excited um I know. So we, you know, there's obviously all the uh, dialogue branches and choices you can make 
And uh, we literally just read through those. Normally, I have someone read lines with me because it's very helpful for me as an actor. If I, if that's a possibility, <laughs> I will always take it. Um, but yeah, we just go through each dialogue branch. Um, you know, the, the option where you're nice, Clem. The option where you're, oh, is that your cat? I know, I'm so excited. I don't want to interrupt oh, you. Oh, you don't have to. Hi, kitty, <laughs> welcome home. Oh, is baby. he okay? Yeah, he did great, they said. He's, he did great? Yeah, when they brought him out, like, five nurses were petting him. Five nurses were petting him. Five, oh, that's, baby. So Only sweet. just five. Let, let him out. Just five. See if he comes to me. Yeah. And just five good nurses. Luck. Probably the entire crew that they had. Good luck not getting your cat. So they're like, don't let them jump on anything. You're like, oh, okay. It's a cat. And, uh, they're all over everything. <laughs> I don't want to pick him up because I don't know if he's going to be he's in the Oh, no, you want him to shave belly because he's not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Unless someone is okay. just messing around, uh, I'll let him do his thing. I don't want to. I don't want to throw the podcast off too much. He looks okay, which makes me happy. That's good. good. That's all that counts. And Kim's there. So nice. Well, I'll, I'll see him soon. Your, your, what your what, your what family. are you saying? Let's keep going. Um, <laughs> My heart's happy. Yay, heart. Um, no, it's just uh, you know each uh, each recording session for is usually about four hours. And, um, of course, they save any screaming and crazy stuff for the very end or the last recording session. And um, So your voice isn't all sore? Isn't all, yeah. Uh, thankfully, with Clementine, I mean, she definitely, there are moments, but, you know, yeah. they, they... She gets feisty. Yeah. Uh, there's there's stuff that happens. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's generally after that, there might be rewrites or pickups, so, you know... We'll, I'll probably go into the booth one more time or a few more times, and then uh, and then the episodes get made. And mm. uh, I've been telling, I've been lying to people for a long time because I just basically made up some bullshit answer as to how this happens. I'm like, yes, the animators painstakingly like draw each mouth movement. Apparently, there's a program that just runs <laughs> audio file and help you know moves the anyway. Uh huh. So. Uh, it's still, uh, I don't know. If, it's still animated. I don't know. I don't know if you mentioned this because I got a little distracted when the kitty came home. But you told me that uh, you make an episode, you make a chapter, and then the chapter goes out, yes. and then you get like the the, and then you you work the next chapter as to uh, how the choices were made in the previous ones. Did you talk about that? If you did, we can cut this. No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I did, but not really. I mean, it's that's kind of the, the magic of Telltale Games, which is really cool, uh -huh. and especially with, with this game, because it really hits on people's emotions. Um, it's, it's really a cool process how... I mean, they have a basic foundation of what the season's going to look like. You know, nothing changes yeah. to the point of, never mind, you know, well, totally. I mean, I, it could actually happen that way. But, um... Well, that's that's the thing I love about it, is because a lot of people they make fun of the fact that it says, the game is tailored to how you play. Right. And they're like, well, no matter what I do in this game, it doesn't really change things all that much. But what it means is, literally, as you play and the choices you make will influence the next chapter, the way that it's put together, the right. way that it's made. Exactly. So your choices and everyone else's choices really do tailor the story. Yeah. Yeah, and one day so I, in I love the future, that. I'm sure there will be a game where literally it's so high tech that every choice you make it can be that individualized. But yeah, I mean ultimately right. there is an outcome. 
how is um so there's so many different dialogue trees for basically a, a choose your own adventure game within within its own kind of thing how how varied is the script for example like for one walking dead episode like obviously the the writers will have everything all scripted out how like how, how big of a script do you actually have with so many varied choices like how do you how do you cover that it's pretty big. Um, I think, you know, I'm trying to think of a line count I can even give you. I mean, I think for one episode as the playable character, uh, even if, uh, you know, and a line can even consist of just a sound or a sigh or whatever. It's, I feel like it's around 800 lines uh, wow. per episode, uh, depending. <laughs> that, that's kind of a... It's going to take a long time. It does. It does. I mean, the cool thing about this process, and I and I kind of feel for other voice actors who come in to work on Telltale Games and they've never done it before, is, uh, you know, I've been I've been working with Telltale since Sam and Max. That's a long time. I was gonna say yeah. you've done <laughs> Sam and Max, The Walking Dead games, Wolf Among Us, right. the Minecraft story mode, yeah. and Back to the Future. Yep. They must like you. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they do. Uh, it's I, and I love them. I mean, you know, many people who come and gone or who are still there, or whatever. It's it's like family. It's it's pretty cool to have that relationship with a game company. Um, and it's my style of game as a gamer. Uh, that's that's what I'm into. So it's uh, it's been such a ride. It's been it's been really great. I was going to ask, how much of a gamer are you, and do you play your own games? Do you play as Clementine? <laughs> um, I do. I do play The Walking Dead. Um, I've played The Wolf <laughs> Among Us. Uh, I have a PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a game. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I actually, uh, I'm sadly, I'm not as, considering how much work I do in games, I'm, I'm needing to up my game in the world of playing games because I just I don't know I was on the BAFTA uh, which was awesome I was one of the um, mm -hmm. my god I can't think of the word a judge basically for the the performance right. nominations for uh, performance for a BAFTA in video games and they were like oh well, what do you play like well you know we'll send you codes and I was like all right well, I was like oh I, got, I have a PlayStation I went out and bought a PlayStation and um, <laughs> yeah, I did not have one but I was like well uh, and they sent me, I think the first game I tried to play was Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, right. Great uh, game. I was like, Haha, yeah, it is. It's an amazing <laughs> game. But I was like, you a little know, convoluted, oh, though, if you're, if you're well, new. It's, it's this thing. So like 45 yeah. minutes into the game, I was just like, oh, my God, you know, F this. I, I, I was like, I need to get to the performance anyways, because I'm judging performance. Uh, and I was watching a playthrough. And what took me 45 minutes was this, it was like five minutes of this person playing through the game. That's that's what like, Kim's what like. That's what my fiance is like. It's it's hard watching it. Because I wanted to play a lot of these games that I love, right. because I know she'll love the story and the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the two thumbsticks, <laughs> if, if you didn't, if you didn't stick with gaming past the NES and the N64 and all those older systems, it's so hard to get your head around you it. You can't do it, man. I, I tell you what, like my um, my wife and I, when we first met, we bonded over playing Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. But like that's where she stopped. And like I, 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 yeah. I continue to do everything else. And she can still kick my ass at Donkey Kong Country. But it's like when I try and get her to play like a uh, like a story related game, it's very difficult. So actually, there was one game similar to the Telltale kind of games. Um, Firewatch. Oh, um, I that totally was, um, played Firewatch. 
Firewatch was really good for for like a um, like having a like a second player, a second player in quotes, like my wife watching the game as like the story unfolds. So like those Telltale style games are actually really good for people who are I wouldn't necessarily say casual gamers, but you know a little backstory on Firewatch: Sean Vanneman and Jake Rodkin, who started <clears throat> Campo Santos, they are the main creatives who uh wrote and directed episode one or sorry season one of the walking dead they worked wow. at telltale wow. games and then sissy, the reason why i like that game. yeah yes. sissy jones who plays delilah is she was katya in the walking dead and she is a dear dear friend of mine Damn. so yeah Damn. little small world little, little tidbit tidbit <laughs> yeah i like that yeah that's cool yeah so I I am aware that for a lot of these recording sessions, you're on in a booth on your own. Yeah. Um, the relationship between Clem and Lee is probably my favorite relationship that's ever taken place in a video game. How is your relationship with him actually in real life, or at least <laughs> through the recording of the okay. games? Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, and that's what I sh- should have mentioned. Uh, talking about the recording process is we do not physically. I mean, sometimes in animation, you get lucky and you get to do ensemble uh, cast recordings. But in games, that is extremely rare. I didn't meet Dave Fenoy until episode three of season one. And uh, we were actually like instant friends. um, And we still are very good friends. And uh, it was this crazy experience where you just you meet someone for the first time, but you're instantly bonded because we were both going through this experience of being these characters and then the reviews kept coming out for each episode and it was just blowing up and you know we never neither of us had ever experienced that in in the world of voiceover it's pretty anonymous nowadays it's it's becoming less so uh and there is like vo celebrity you know but it Uh was uh definitely uh we really bonded over the experience and um, the last episode, which I won't spoil for people who have not played it, but it's very, very emotional. And yeah, uh, I have a question about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, um, well, go ahead. Ask no, me. no, you keep going because you might be answering it right now. Well, I was just going to say he recorded his dialogue before me. So I, even though we weren't in the physically together in the studio, I did have his lines, you know, in my headphones and was able to to work off of his performance and it was just uh usually the recording sessions are you know it's serious because it's a serious game but there's a lot of like you know in between we're all laughing and cutting up and you know just totally it's a very lighthearted experience but um that was a very dark day (laughs) and it was very emotional legitimately emotional that moment's unforgettable. It's yeah. I, I, it's what I told you. It was the one thing I wanted to tell you when I met you. It was the one thing I wanted you to know. And that's that out of every video game I've ever played, that's the only moment that's ever made me cry. Oh, because yeah. it, it really? hit me so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't cry on, easy. I've, <laughs> I cried in that. <laughs> and I cried in Toy Story 3. <laughs> and I don't think I can remember any other time I've cried. Can I just say, um, like... Toy Story 3, <laughs> while you're on it. I saw that with my childhood best friend. Well, we're still best friends. Um, but, like, I saw it in the cinema with him, with the theater. I better get back to my American English. In the theater. 
<laughs> and I was like sitting next to him and like we've never showed emotion to each other at all and then all of a sudden like the toys are going down into the incinerator and I'm like <laughs> tears yeah. streaming down my face but it, it was actually worse when when uh, Andy turns the toys over to the little girl I was gonna say that was the moment and it I was cried. like no and I'm looking over at my friend he's like sipping on like an extra large sprite and he's like trying not to hide it so. <laughs> Pixar Pixar is really good at that Yes, what they but do. That, yeah. that was it was a similar moment in Walking Dead, and it, yeah. it Thank the you. whole game had such amazing voice acting through and through. But Mike, you've already answered my question, but I was going to ask what was different about that last scene because you can truly tell it's not only your voice and you can hear the emotion in your voice, but it truly sounded like you two were having a conversation, unlike any other scene in the game. While like while yeah. it had felt really real through the whole game, and I had no like no qualms with it, that last scene was like this is getting real. This is hitting me hard. Yeah. Well, you know, the, I mean, yes. Uh, the cool thing about each season I've worked on um, is the writers are insanely talented and they really, especially in that first season, you know, they, they were just, they cruelly, <laughs> heartlessly just build that bond um, between Clementine uh-huh. and Lee and, the writing was just so amazing. Um, Done so well. It the, was the totally struggle, The struggle in that last chapter, just trying to get to your character and the right. things you had to do to get to you and then the way. So, okay, I, I, let's, I'm not going to ruin it for people that haven't played it, but it has mm-hmm. been out since 2013. Yeah, get with on, it, guys. People. It's my um, fault. I haven't played it. It's my <laughs> fault. I know. Wh- get on which, it. Which is your favorite ending? The one where you have to do the thing or the one where you decide not to do the thing? Which do you prefer? I, I personally, I do the thing because I can't yeah. fathom. And, and without saying too much, um, that is also kind of ultimately the, Best. okay, this is setting it up for. And what's funny is it wasn't really set. It was setting it up for the next season, but that wasn't, they didn't at that time. I think they had no idea that Clementine's story would even go any where beyond season one or that mm-hmm. there would be a season two. Um, yeah. So, uh, but the ending I chose really sets it up for like, you know, that being the final, you know, okay, well, the kid, the first, the kid has what it takes. The first time I played it, I, I, I could do it. You I, I was, ho- <laughs> I was holding on hope funny. that he would not, it, it would not, it would be okay. The thing. <laughs> I was the thing. really hoping the it would thing. be okay. And yeah. when I and when I chose it and then it ended, I was like, that was a mistake. So I instantly went back and corrected it. But yeah. I'm kind of glad I did that because I saw both endings and I got the better one the second time. Right. Um, but yeah, that was... was t- I st- it still gets me. Even now when I, I know. think about it. it still, it still oh, me too. Me hard. Yeah, me too. The whole journey. I was at PAX in Boston and... We had this lovely panel. So many people came out to see it. And Greg Miller uh, was doing, you know, he was a mediator, moderator, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. And he asked this question, you know, like, what is this journey meant to all of you? And I was up there with, you know, uh, the lead artist, uh, you know, a director who's, you know, staff from tell people who've worked on this game, writers from Telltale, myself, um, uh, the head of Skybound Interactive, Dan why am I forgetting his name? Hello, Dan. Uh, Danny, anyways, Danny Boy. Um, just Dan. say Danny Boy when you can't remember it. <laughs> Danny Boy. <laughs> um, and, you know, by the time he gets to me, I remember I just kind of looked up at Greg. I'd already joked that I was just going to sob for 45 minutes straight. 
but I looked at him and he kind of gave me that look like, you know, that kind of, that, that yeah. look that your mom gets you or someone, are you okay? And you're like, <laughs> 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 I just basically just, I lost it because it's just been such an emotional ride and spending right. so much time with this character. And I think that was the, at PAX, that was the moment where I was like, oh shit, this is, oh yeah, it's ending. Oh wait, what? You know, it caught up with me. The so. game the game back then what what it did for the gaming industry was crazy because back around that time triple a titles were really t- the focus for companies it was how much money can we squeeze out and it was these companies right. like like ea or whatever making the call of duties i know that's not is yeah. that ea i can't remember right activision. now uh, activision no, thank activision, you yeah ea is battlefield right yeah. Uh, yeah let's just say yes <laughs> I don't know. um just, but these like yeah. Assass- assassin's creed sure. every year assassin's creed right. every year that kind of thing and it was so yeah. hard for any other company to really break that mold and make a game that had that big of an impact and that was really a turning point that walking dead that first mm-hmm. game when it got game of the year it was the first game to get game of the year that wasn't like a huge triple a title for like years back to back and it was just, right. it was a huge turning point. And it, it even helped make way for indie games and like smaller companies really get their games out into the spotlight. Yeah. And that, and that to me is, is precious just because in my life and I mean, I, these AAA games that are coming out are obviously amazing and filled with oh, yeah. talented people as, as well. There's no knock on it, but in um, my philosophy in life is a little bit more mom and pop and (laughs) indie (laughs) anyways. So it made me really proud to, to into this, you know, to this day to represent, you know, obviously telltale blew up, you know, after the walking dead, but there's still an indie company and, and they still, uh, I don't know. It's, it's been a really cool experience kind of becoming, uh, my character at least becoming the mascot for, uh, this, game company that i have you know grown mm-hmm. up with in the industry kind of to a certain extent so mm. eric unless you have any more walking dead thing questions I'm, i've got one more <laughs> um look, and then i can move on the only thing i could really relate to for the walking dead is the fact that i'm walking and i'm slightly dead because it's like 7 a.m but so like <laughs> i mean it's it's i'm in australia it's like two whatever it's i'm upside down doesn't matter uh no i mean like look I've look. This is totally on me, but I've never played the Walking Dead games. I only know a whole lot of the Walking Dead show. The amount I talk about, it, I, you I think you would. I know. I mean, I, I honestly, <laughs> I should have at this point. But it's actually, it's it's cool to sit back and, and listen and um, hear you guys discuss this because the Walking Dead video game actually, as Wood was just alluding to, has really changed the landscape in terms of like what AAA really means for gaming. And when when the Walking Dead came out and it became so popular, I think it was really because of the testament to the story writing and the way that the story was told by you guys as the voice actors. So, like kudos to you guys. I mean, like you know, you know bad voice acting when you hear it. You don't know good voice acting when you hear it because you, it's just part of the story. Like um I remember the the very first time I heard anything voice acting in the game was actually Final Fantasy 10. Um so I didn't grow up with voice acting in games, but now it's like it's become the i guess the, the, it's a thing it's the main thing and, and like you guys are owning it over at telltale and you specifically with your performances so i just think it's cool to um just chat about this with you so would please feel free continue <laughs> my I last thing that. my last thing was going to be so clem has grown up a lot um leading into the newest game which comes out i think late last year uh, late this year right 
I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Let's just say yes. It's coming out soon. <laughs> She's recording now. Don't so miss it's it. Month. It's well, what month? I don't even know what month it is. Good lord! It's, it's May. May? Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe soonish. I believe it's late this year. I believe. I um, mean, the whole I, I, release of I it know. definitely. I think it, it by the time it's all wrapped up and released, it, it will definitely be later this year. But I think the first episode. I mean, this is you know just me, you know not knowing nothing about nothing, but it sh- it'll probably be out in the next couple of months. Again, that's so, me knowing nothing about nothing. My final question not is, yeah. how do you feel about the evolution of your character? Do you love the way it's gone? I, I personally love it, um, but I want to know your, yeah. your... I mean, I'm assuming I know the answer, but... I I also love it. I mean, there were obvious, there are obviously ways they could have taken it, Um to other directions like she could have been you know i don't know turned into like crazy clem or you know mm-hmm. uh, angry clem well she's a little angry but um <laughs> it feels really organic and natural to me the way they've aged her and uh and especially season three and now coming into season four obviously there's gonna be an edge she's a teenager she's been through you know the worst of the worst um but um, I, I feel really, it feels really natural to me. And I think this this game, this particular game, and especially her character is so fan-driven that, you know, they have to, I, I almost, well, God, I would hate to be a writer at Telltale because there's just so much pressure on like, right. you know, don't mess it up. Yeah. You better not like, you know, do not mess it up for us because uh, she is so loved um, that that is also really taken into account. When, when, as they've aged her and, and gone on with her, because people don't want her, I mean, they want to see her be more badass, but it would be, you know, kind of crazy if all of a sudden you didn't feel this attachment. She has to have yeah, the essence yeah. of season one always within her, uh, or and else she it would does. just feel like, whoa. And, and that's she the great does. thing about her character, is everything um, she does, you know, even in the last game, you could see the moments that that made her act like that all the way back in season one, season two. Little things right. that happen or big things that happen that have influenced her decision making and the, the way she acts now. Yeah. And it's, it's great. I, I love it so much. The writing from <laughs> Telltale and just the whole Walking Dead series apart from the TV show is absolutely fantastic. I snuck that in there. I'm going to keep moving past it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first. I mean, I've, I've heard that before. So They have great uh, moments, I, I but... <laughs> Yeah, and I always, you know, I, re- I it was cool because at PAX, you know, the, you know, we had, you know, people who work on the game there because I get to go to these conventions and, you know, be this representative for this amazing game. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice having uh, people who actually work on the game there because I'm like, see, see, this is what you've done to people. And they're <laughs> yeah, like, wow, it's, it's crazy. Whoa. And I'm like, it's yeah, I, I told you. Yeah. So I'll, I'll move past Walking Dead. I feel very satisfied. Thank you so much. Um, of course. If I ever had a question, it was answered. Uh, I even asked. I even asked my maybe questions because I I loved it so much. <laughs> um, nice. I have a quick question before I talk about the next game that's coming out soon that you're working on, and that's about uh, Wolf Among Us. Are you working on the sequel? Uh, I mean, they announced they were making it. Uh, I don't have too much information, or if I do, I how you'd have to kill me afterwards if I said something. Um, she is not among wolves. So, uh, uh, but it, currently at this moment, no. Okay. Um, but I really hope, as a 
fan of that game as well because it's like Loved oh it. god it's so cool so it's good. so cool um i i really hope that that is in the works and i hope my characters if it is i hope my characters come back but well, i don't know given, i don't know nothing about nothing given your history with telltale i think it's probably a safe bet but <laughs> <laughs> well um, thankfully those characters sound so different from clem i mean that's yeah. the cool thing about clementine is she sounds pretty different from you know that's again your, your voice range I, I actually didn't know you played uh, the the toad uh, toad's actually his name right toad i didn't know toad that junior, yeah. toad junior i didn't know that was you until i finished the game oh i mean cool, it's thanks. a it's a male character i believe right <laughs> it's a boy yeah a boy. so i mean yeah, yeah i didn't I, usually i'm really good at picking that stuff up you can pick up dave's voice yeah. in almost any game he's done is right. like there's right. dave <laughs> but yours you're yeah. really good at that well, thank you. I mean, that's kind of the plus of uh, when I just another little backstory when I was growing up and the Simpsons again, don't do the math on this. The Simpsons started <laughs> uh, on the Tracy Ullman shows a billion years ago. I don't know how old you guys are, but it was a long ass time ago. Um, well, Eric usually but, looks about 25, but right now he's looking uh, about 60. <laughs> actually, no, normally I look about like 30, but yeah. you know, things happen. So right. I'm now 25 going on 16. So <laughs> Cool. Well, anyways, when The Simpsons first came out, uh, hearing uh, Nancy Cartwright do Bart Simpson, uh, I don't know why it was just one of those moments, because I was, you know, I was already like 12 or something years old, but it dawned on me like, oh my God, that's a woman. Mm. And, you know, and look how many years she's been doing this role. And, you know, she she has a wide range as well. So it's, it's very helpful in the world of voiceover. Uh, and being a woman, we kind of have a plus on that because we can morph yeah. our voices. Once you're a dude and you're range is where it's at it's a it's a bit trickier it's crazy so. how often that happens and it's it's more and more it seems uh, there's an anime i'm watching called hunter x hunter they recently put it in english and well, the main mm. cast is predominantly males and i was watching behind the scenes of the voice acting and it was all chicks i was like wow i actually yeah. like there was like yeah. one i'm like that's probably a chick but the other ones i was like wow that's right. crazy it's, yeah. it's so it's really weird to see their faces that. when they're doing voicing their characters. It's like that's <laughs> right. that's dubbed. Like over. only that's so weird. <laughs> only when I was a little bit older did I realize like Ash from Pokemon was was a was a woman doing the voice or a girl doing the voice. So it's like now that I've gotten older, I've always wanted to do voiceover. But like when I was when I was a kid, I always used to joke with one of my best friends. It's like. We used to be the movie trailer guys, so we so we'd get close to each other, and be like, "This summer," and that's like that's all I'm capable of now <laughs> with with my voice because it's just in that in that range. So I can't voice a little kid. I mean, I probably could like with proper coaching and stuff, but like I don't know. It's like I'm such a one monotone thing. But like the, you're you're capable of so many different things, like and what you're talking about there. So it's cool like to find like that some guys in shows are actually voiced by women. Right. The curse of puberty. I know. Well, Eric, if you ever wanted <laughs> to get into voice thing. acting, if you ever wanted to get into voice acting, you do have an award winner in front of you yeah, and also someone totally. who was rated 10 out of 10 by that award winner. So we can give you tips. Uh, I, you know what? I at would, any given time. I would love Gladly. tips at any time. Thank you. Um, okay. So the next game uh, I want to talk about is Read Only Memories or 2064 Read Only Memories. It's a really awesome game. And yeah. I don't know if you've seen this, Eric, but I know you're going to love it. Oh, yeah. It's done in the style Snatcher. of games like Snatcher. Mm -hmm. It's inspired by Snatcher. It was initially released. It, so it's, it's on right now. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, Linux, Ouya, Razer Forge, Android, iOS, Vita, and Fire TV. I don't even know what half of them. I know what most of them are, but there's like Fire, two, TV. Fire TV. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, 
and there's the a lot of those that originally were uh, i think davy davy boy our friend davy boy uh did the voiceover for Tyler, it. was it i uh sorry i don't know i i remember uh, i don't know anything about this oh dave fenoy I, <laughs> I was like wait who's dave dave fenoy <laughs> Uh, Davey boy. boy, Dave Fenoy did the voiceover for it, and the rest was text. I, I believe that's what it was. Uh, but now it's fully voiced. Yeah. Uh, and you yourself play um, um, one of the main characters, if not the main character. I haven't played the new version Ring. yet because it was supposed to come to Switch at the start of this month and or last month actually. And I don't know if you're aware, but as of yet, it, it just never dropped. There was a date for it, and the developer tweeted around the date. It's going to be a few weeks, and now we're like a month after. Do, do you know where your game is? I'll Can get you tell on us where guys. your game is? <laughs> I cannot. I but I but I have access to finding out. <laughs> um, I mean, I would love to know because I've I'll, been yeah. really excited to play this game. And obviously, the only reason I know about it, to be honest, is because of you. I I, I this is even before we organized any of this. I was like, oh, she's. I was looking through what what you've. I I IMDb. I'm that guy. Like if I'm watching a movie, I'm too. like, I recognize that voice. Yeah. IMDb, and I. I I saw you working on this game and I looked it up I'm like that's amazing. Yeah. But as of yet, I don't know. Yeah, but it's on Ouya. It's on Ouya. Yeah, but I very much doubt <laughs> that's Melissa's version. <laughs> I will I'll find out. I'll ask them actually. Um yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't been in touch with them for a while. Um that was a massive amount of recording as well, actually. I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh because uh, touring his character, you know, who kind of the assistant that leads you through this game basically um, is all full of all kinds of information. I mean, like scientifical, yeah. and I mean, it was definitely like he has a lot to say. Or yeah. he, um, it, it, he. Well, I don't want to spoil too much. I said he, but now I'm like, wait a minute, I take that back. Turing's a robot, and then <laughs> there are things that come up. It's it's a really cool game. Um, Mid boss, uh-huh. uh, they are uh, everybody I worked with there is. Uh, amazing and we recorded in san francisco which is cool um i think they're all not they're not all living in san francisco but it was another bay area thing which is kind of basically where i'm from because i've lived in the bay area since i was a kid uh so yeah it was really cool i've got i've got a sorry can i can i you you can May I proceed? Uh, there's, a, there's something else I want to say about this game, but yes, it, it no, depends how off topic you're uh, going to throw. It's us. on topic, but it's off topic. So would you go first, and then okay. I'll go second? No. <laughs> okay. I was going to say uh, it was more of a tidbit. So Dave is working on this game as well, which is another reason I was really excited. Your voice in this game, from what I remember, the trailer is actually sort of similar <laughs> to Clementine, where a lot of your voices usually aren't. Um, so I was actually excited for that too because it felt like a little. And I might be wrong, um, but I recognized your voice more in that yeah. one than other ones. And uh, Xavier Woods is a voice in this game. Um, I don't know if you know who that is. It's a. It's one of my favorite current wrestlers, who has a, a YouTube channel. He, he's WWE wrestler has a YouTube channel called Up Up Down Down. Okay. I did not know he was doing voice acting, Hell but he's no. a character in this game as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's very... I, I'm guessing it's his first game, unless I couldn't find anything else. So, yeah, the old Xavier Woods. Yeah, it's a pretty did you, eclectic did you, uh, group of, of folks. I mean, I know Gavin also worked on it. He played Kenny in The Walking Dead, Gavin Hammond. Oh, uh, dude, I'm in love with this game so much already. Kenny was my other favorite character. Yeah, well, me too. Uh, me too. That moment in two. <laughs> that moment in two. I know. In the second game. Yeah, we all know what we chose. I yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Eric, what was your, what was your question? Uh, yeah, just sorry. just because this is like my kind of my kind of background. Um, when you when you go and record um, your voiceover lines, do you just go to any random studio, like any anywhere near you, or do you meet with all of the production company of the, the of like the people who are working on the game? Like they fly you out there, they're in the booth with you. Um, you know, it's funny for. It depends. Yeah, in the booth. <laughs> get get out. Get away, man. Um, <laughs> it depends. I mean, I split my time between Los Angeles and San Francisco now. Uh, I'm in LA just as much as I am in the Bay. Um, that's what split your time means, just so I can clarify that. Duh. <laughs> um, it depends. You know, nowadays, because they have the patching in technology, a lot of times... It's just, you know, I, I go into whatever studio is paid for and there's an engineer and then the clients are via, you know, a phone patch. Um, but for the most part, uh, and, and preferably, preferably for me, I like it when the directors are there. I don't know why. It's just having that human, even if yep. it's through the glass, it's, I like to, to be in the same studio with the uh, directors and producers and whatnot. But, um yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of 50-50 on whether the people who are directing the session are actually physically there. And I go into whichever... Uh, uh, for the Telltale Games, we did record religiously at a studio in Marin near Telltale Games. But uh, unfortunately, as he fell apart, unfortunately, well, <laughs> the, uh, our, the friend, dear friend of ours, family member, but he passed away in a motorcycle accident a couple of years ago. So... Uh, it was interesting in that transition just because it was obviously heartbreaking, uh, but it was also like season three. So it felt, mm -hmm. I already felt like, oh God, I had this like new season, new people, new. So it was actually kind of fitting towards the character. Um, and we, but on, but that's pretty rare to have a studio that you like consistently work at. Yeah. Um, one last question in regards yeah. to the studio stuff. Do you know what microphone you use? Do I? For does, like, does it? No, no, no. Like for most of your sessions, does it, does it vary? I mean, obviously, God, it doesn't it, really it matter. It varies. Um, uh, it varies a lot of depending on the place. A lot of people use like a shotgun mic. Um, uh, I think for The Walking Dead, I I always screw up the name. This is where you need Gavin. You need to have Gavin on your podcast. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, man, I use a you know the Neumann three five hundred or whatever." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh look, it's silver. It's a mic. We <laughs> I talk into it." Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I had to I'm, get Eric help me buy this mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I. That's all right. I, I just just for my, my own curiosity. I think a, a large major, majority of mics and studios are that. I think it's Neumann, right? German, yes. German yeah. piece of beautifulness. Um, <laughs> the kind that, you know, not the, shotgun, still, the long silver kind. Down. Yeah, there you go. So, records. but I have a lot of friends. If you're wanting that info, I can totally hook you up with other people right. to talk to. You <laughs> that would be interesting, actually. Yep. Yeah. And I assume you willing to do that means you've had fun so far, which I like. Oh, totally. I, I'm already I, planning I recommend... to come back on your podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Season two. It's, it's crazy, actually, because we are down to my last question, and it's been pretty much exactly an hour. This has been awesome. Um, my last question okay. is just the one you probably get all the time, but I feel like <laughs> it's a good one to wrap up on. What's your favorite character out of all the ones you voiced? There's been what? What's your favorite? And then what's your second favorite? In case your answer is Clementine. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna have to be. Has to be Clementine. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but it's just you know. It has to be. 
it ha- it kind of has to be. Um, yeah. Ooh, God. Okay. I, as soon as I say this, I mean it's kind of hard for me to choose. Honestly. Of course, um, they're all I, your babies. I they are they are definitely. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, okay. Um. I have <laughs> wow, to say, just, I no. It's it, moving. <laughs> it's you turning. can literally see the wheels. Yeah. All the characters are flashing before your face. Like no, before. no. Yes. I had a, a lot of fun uh, voicing Trixie Trotter in Back to the Future just because she also got to sing. And that was, uh-huh. I love singing. It's my other passion in life. Um, so, and it was just a nice, sweet, she was kind of, you know, not not the sharpest tool in the shed. She was a little bit ditzy, you know, <laughs> kind of that blonde <laughs> thing going on, you know, the nightclub singer. Like that. So that was that was a lot of fun. But as soon as we get off of the line, I'll be like, oh, shit, I should have said. So and so. Yeah, there's been. Oh, and I just recently did some stuff for the Legos Dimensions games where oh, I got really? to do uh, for the Goonies package. I got to be Mikey oh, wow. and Data. Which wow, I, that's awesome. I, that's yeah. awesome. And I was a little nervous about Data because, well, you know, if you've seen Data, yeah. he's yeah regional yeah, yeah, yeah. if you will yeah, 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 yeah. uh but i had the best time ever because i mean that's like literally one of my number one favorite movies in the entire world yeah, of all that's, time. so that's got to be one of them crazy things where you grow up with something or you just love something from years gone and then you get to actually be a part of it that's crazy you know the the sound alike aspect and voiceover has been amazing i i got to actually do the voice of bart simpson for an episode of portlandia wow, uh, wow. and that's and that's what made you that was, that's, that's one of them things that made you get into it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that like childhood dream. Literally. Literally. Um, I got to do the voice of Rudolph uh, for some commercials. Rudolph from the, you know, the Christmas specials, the little uh-huh. Franken Bass animated. The red-nosed. Rudolph yeah, the, the red-nosed the, the one with the red nose. Heard of him. <laughs> the red <Not> nose. <laughs> so, um, you know, things like that, you know, childhood. Uh, those are also jobs that when I get it, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, this is what it's all about. So, I think that's a beautiful place to end the professional yeah. side of your your career. Unless you have anything else, uh, Eric or Melissa. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, like I, I think I think we've covered a lot of ground here within within the hour, and I think it's been really special to to chat with such a, a caliber of voiceover artist as yourself. Um, no, but it's, it's cool because, like I said before, I don't know anything about what you've done, but it's been really cool to actually learn about this. So I, I, I have a reason to go back now, um, and I just I, I just appreciate you making time. I mean, we did we did have another episode scheduled like the other day, didn't work out because yeah, let's talk about that <laughs> because because I realized like you know California is like it's like seventeen hours behind me where I am now and wood you're in texas and it's like yeah time differences just didn't work out but it's also really cool to talk to another american for the first time and like other than my parents on facetime (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's cool yes we had that last podcast planned for like a week and on the day you wake up and you're like i are we ready i'm like no no i got a couple hours (laughs) and for you it's like six seven in the morning so you've gotten up early and everything Oh, like, there she goes again. Not for a few hours. <laughs> you see, uh, you're just costing. You're just falling apart. I, like now, <laughs> three days ago. This is what happens. All right, so I get up at six a.m. for this, and I'm like, Ugh. and I feel like I should be in the Walking Dead game, <laughs> and everything's falling apart. But that's all right. We'll do it live. Oh, if I had to do this podcast at six a.m., seven a.m., you would not. I would not be talking. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Blah. I don't care. 
That's all right. I'm, happy, say, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> can I say as well at the end here that I said this was going to be my favorite, and I, clearly it is. Um, <laughs> but something that's even more indicative of that is we usually have a midway break about 30 minutes in. We cut to we a song. We didn't even do it. We forgot. <laughs> we forgot because we were nice. so into our conversation, and it was it was awesome. I can't I can't say thank you enough for this. I, oh, when, you're when so I, welcome. When I say I'm a fan, I mean it. Like there's okay. <laughs> there's there's very few people in the voice. I'm big into like a lot of a lot of like actors and stuff like that. There's very few people in the voice acting world that I follow avidly, and you're one of them. Just I love oh, your performances. Wow. I mean, it's you Thank can't you. have you can't have someone make you cry and then be like, well, uh, they might make yeah, another game. Right. Who who knows? Like whatever. <laughs> who cares? Like, so I seriously can't <laughs> say thank you enough. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm very grateful to do what I do. Like, seriously. So, uh, I thank you. I'll just leave you with that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and that's it. So, everyone listening, uh, Mel, Mel herself said she might come on again. So, if you have questions yes. and you're watching on YouTube, leave them down below and we can ask them next time. Also, do it. If you're a Switch owner and if you're watching my channel and you don't have the Switch, that's a little bit weird. Look out for read-only memories, 2064 read-only memories, which will be coming out hopefully who knows when, but sometime soon because it's it's going to be awesome. And uh, The Walking Dead game later this year. And if you haven't played any of them, now's the time to catch up and, and cry yourself. Are you talking to me? Are you talking about me? Yeah, I'm, I'm subtly talking to you. <laughs> Directly to me. <laughs> Um, well, I'm pretty sure Eric would, would play the Snatcher-inspired game before Walking oh, Dead. Oh, absolutely. He needs to play both. Absolutely, yeah. That's my, that's on my list. But um, otherwise, thank you so much for joining us today, both of you guys. Thanks for making time. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. Um, feel free to please rate us on iTunes and SoundCloud and leave your comments down below. And uh, feel free to talk about how I don't have my beard anymore. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> well you wouldn't know it's, but. it's usually like it's amazing like he's oh, wow he's it's so good that it it makes me question if i should be getting married to a woman <laughs> i don't know why Honestly. you would get rid of that you I'm could the find only, a bearded lady I, i'm the sure. only man who can make you turn wood that's true uh, one of the few the highest honor <laughs> the high the top the top one sexiest youtuber gaming <laughs> Yeah, I mean, right. we did do a top 10 sexiest YouTuber list and we were one. We Both of us shared <laughs> the of top spot. We <laughs> I was one. a little conceited. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am number one. It was a little conceited. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, thanks again to everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time on the Everything's Taken podcast where we didn't have a name. So, E.T. You the get it, E.T.? The podcast to phone home about. Yeah, the podcast to phone home about. Yeah. <laughs>